episode number 140. Hello, hello, you're listening to the Career Changemaker podcast. Having the courage to leave a career that you have worked hard to build and try something else can be tough. So in each episode, we dive into key career change strategies so that you have a clear understanding of what is required to transition into a new role or a new industry without feeling like you have to start at the bottom or have to take a massive pay cut because hashtag ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) If you are ready for frank and honest discussions about how to become a career change maker, keep listening. I'm your host, lawyer turned career strategist and executive coach, Janine Esbrand. So we're going to jump into this topic right now, why you deserve a better role so that you can stop feeling unhappy at work. I speak to so many people who are just not happy in the work that they are doing. And I was having a conversation with some clients a few days ago. We were on a on a coaching call. And one of the things that came up, which I thought was super interesting, and I'm pretty sure that a lot of people can resonate with, is that feeling that you are not operating at 100%. So one of my clients was saying that you know, in her role, she's been in the role for some time. She's been doing what she's been doing for a while and she's good. She's good at what she does. She's really good at what she does. And she had one of her managers come to her and tell her how great she's doing and what what an impact she's making on the team and really praising her for her contribution. And she was saying, even though he was telling her that and he was giving her praise on the inside, she's thinking to herself, like, that's great, but I'm not even, I'm not even giving my hundred percent. Like, it's great that the output is, is good. It's great that I'm doing what I'm required to do in this role. But if only you knew, if only you knew that I'm pretty much operating at like 60%. And when I say 8%, I'm talking about the level of effort that is required for her to get that output. So she's operating at 60%, but from the outside looking in, she's really working hard right? So her her colleagues, her team, everyone around her is like, you're doing a really good job. But there, there's a mismatch there. And the problem with that is, you know, some people will say, well, it's brilliant. You know, you're, you're showing up, you're doing your work. You're not even having to expend a lot of time and energy or, or you know, mental capacity for you to perform well. Um, so what's the problem? Like you're doing great. But for someone who is a high achiever, for someone who is um, really focused on on doing their best and being their best, that doesn't really cut it. And if you're listening to this and you are that person, if you are the person who's always been top of the class, who is always striving for excellence, who's worked really hard to be in a profession which is, you know, challenging, then you know what I'm talking about. Like, you know that there's there's that internal part of you that says, no, I need to be doing the best that I can do. I need to be challenged. I need to be pushed. I need to be operating at a certain level just for my own personal satisfaction, set aside from whatever my organization or my team needs. I need to know that I'm doing a great job. So when I when I talk about, you know, you deserve to a, a better role, Oftentimes people are in roles where they're not performing to their capacity, like they could be doing so much more. And so they're settling in in roles where it's like, yeah, I can do this. I can totally do it. But I don't really feel like I want to be doing this. And that is the place that my clients were coming from where they're saying, like, I know I could continue to do this this role, but how long am I gonna gonna do this? And how long am I gonna be showing up to work, not feeling as if I'm giving all that I can and not really enjoying what it is that I'm doing? So part of like not giving a hundred percent is I don't even need to give a hundred percent in order for me to perform. But the other part of it is like I don't really want to. (laughs) 
the other part of it is I'm not that interested in what it is that I'm doing or this isn't really making the type of impact that I want to be making in the work that I'm doing. And so it's really important that that you pay attention to that. Because oftentimes when people are feeling like, oh, I don't want to be doing this, I'm unhappy in what I'm doing, they're not always focusing on what is the cause of that. Why exactly are you feeling unhappy? Is it because you feel like there's so much more that you have to give? Is it because you know that this particular role in this particular industry isn't what you should be doing or isn't what you really want to be doing? Maybe it's that you haven't identified what that other thing looks like. And so for you, it's difficult to even see what that transition could be. It could be any of those things. But ultimately, if you're in a place where you are saying, this isn't it, this isn't what what I want to be doing, then I give you permission. I give you permission to start thinking about what the alternative looks like, what the alternative looks like, because there is a possibility for you to move into something where you do feel fully bought in, where you do feel like, yeah, I want to do my best here. I want to, I want to do as much as I can. And I'm pushing myself and I'm being challenged and I'm learning and I'm continually growing rather than just staying stuck where it is that you are, rather than just settling because it's comfortable, rather than just settling in the role that you're in right now, because you can do it, because you can do it, because everybody's happy, because this is comfortable. I'll just stay here because we're in the midst of a pandemic. I'll just stay where I am. You could absolutely do that. You could. Or you could say, but there's something more out there for me. There's more that I have to give. I know it. And I want to figure out what that is and what that looks like so that I can be given my 100% and want to give my 100% in the work that I'm doing so that I can make a bigger impact in the world. A lot of the women that I speak to, when I ask them, you know, what type of role do you want or what do you want to move into? They can't necessarily pinpoint what it looks like. But what they do know is that they want to make more of an impact that they want to be helping people and they're not doing that in their current role right now. And so I think that sometimes you can look at different situations or you can look at different roles and you can say, well, you know, this looks like this looks like the ideal role. Like this is a really good role. Why is it that I don't feel like this is a good fit? There's so many people that would kill to be in my position. There's so many people that would love to be doing what it is that I'm doing. And I was reading a book called The Big Leap by um, Gay Hendricks. And there's a quote in there that I want to share with you because I think it's brilliant. He says that the goal, I'm, I'm, I'm reading it, the goal in life is not to attain some imaginary ideal. It is to find and fully own your gifts. So the goal in life is not to attain some imaginary ideal. It is to fully find and own your gifts. And why I think this is so powerful is that a lot of women, people who move into roles that require a lot of study, a lot of expertise, a lot of time, energy and resources. So I'm talking lawyers, I'm talking accountants, I'm talking finance professionals, I'm talking people who have spent a lot of time to get to where it is that they that they want to be. The likelihood is when they looked upon that role in the beginning, when they first started on the journey along that path to get there, that was like an ideal role that was put on a pedestal, right? It's like, oh, you know, that's such a really prestigious position. This is great. If I'm if I was able to achieve that, if I was able to get to that place, then I'm going to be set. All is going to be good. Life is going to be fantastic. Because you're looking at that role from the outside and you're saying this looks fantastic. And then you're moving towards it. And sometimes what is missing is really paying attention to the to you, to you as the individual, to you as the professional who is pursuing this particular role. Because when you start on the journey, you're quite young. 
right? You start on the journey when you're either either in your teens or your early 20s and you're going and you're going and you're going. You've set the goal and you're moving towards it. But have you taken time to take stock and say, is this role actually well aligned to me? Oftentimes people don't do that. So you start with the role and you're like, oh, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. So you identify what it is that you want to do. And then you look at it and you say, okay, well, in order for me to be a lawyer, in order for me to be an accountant, in order for me to be a marketing director, in order to for me to be put in whatever you want to put in that in that space, this is how I need to be. This is how lawyers are. This is how accountants are. This is how you play the game. So I'm going to learn the game. I'm going to learn what it is I need to do. I'm not going to learn how it is I need to show up. I'm going to learn how it is I have to present myself. And then I'm going to do that. And when I do that, I'll be accepted into the organization, into this position, and then I'll be able to do what it is I want to do, which all sounds great. It really does. Until you're in the role and you're sat at your desk and you're doing work and you're working with people and colleagues and clients and you're like, ah, what is this? Like, I don't feel like I can 100% be myself or I don't feel like I'm bringing my whole self to work. I feel like I'm doing what I what I need to do, but I feel like it's not fully aligned to me. And the reason why it's not fully aligned to you as a person is because you haven't considered yourself in the decisions. There's two different ways to go about it. There's the, okay, this is the role. This is what I want. This is what I'm going to go for. And I'm going to make sure that I position myself and demonstrate that I have what is required for that particular position and I'm going to be who I need to be to land that type of role and there's the other way where it's like okay this is me this is who I am these are my strengths these are my skills this is this is what my values are this is how I like to show up this is how I like to work so if this is me then what type of role is going to be well aligned to that? What type of role is going to allow me to really leverage the strengths that I already have? What type of role is going to allow me to show up fully as me and really make an impact There's different ways that we look at things. And I think that when you have just been on the treadmill and just been on a path where it's like, just keep going and going and going and going, it's likely that you've been taking the first route. It's likely that you've been saying, okay, this is what I've decided to do. I'm going to follow that. And I'm just going to show up and do the things. And that's often why a lot of people feel unhappy in what it is that they're doing, because there's a misalignment between the work that you're doing on a day to day and who you are as a person. There's a misalignment between what's required of you and who you are naturally and how you like to work naturally and how you like to interact naturally. And when there is that misalignment, then there's tension. It's like, yeah, I'm showing up, but I'm not being my, I'm not being myself fully. So when you meet me at work, I'm one person. And then when you hang out with me on the weekend, I'm a different person because I can't bring my whole self to my workplace. And I think that if that is you, if that's how you're feeling, then it makes sense that you're like, oh, I'm frustrated. This isn't what I want to do, but I don't know what else I want to do. Because maybe you haven't done that work to figure out or raise the level of your self-awareness about what you need in order for you to be to feel good and feel fulfilled and feel like you're making an impact in the work that you're doing. And I'm sharing all of this with you. I've been there. I've been there as a lawyer, someone who decided I was going to be a lawyer at a young age and saying, right, this is what I'm, I'm going to do. And navigating that whole transition into the legal space and then recognizing that am I like fully being myself and do I feel like I can do that Um, and it took a while it took a while for me to settle into my role as a lawyer and then decide that you know what I'm gonna show up as me I'm gonna I'm gonna be me and I'm gonna find the right environment that allows me to do that 
that that took a while and it takes courage for you to um, recognize that, you know, this is a this is a long game. If you think about the length of your career and how long do you want to be in a position where you're not able to show up fully as yourself? Like, how long do you want to be in that position and how long do you want to be in a position where you're not playing all out, where you're not 100 percent like showing up fully because either you're in a role that is is not fully utilizing you you're in a role where all of your skills and expertise are not being leveraged maybe it's that you should be operating at a higher level maybe you should have had a promotion by now or maybe it is that you're just in the wrong role or the wrong industry but like how long are you going to be in the position where you feel like there's more that you have to give and how long are you just going to settle just settle like oh I'll just I'll just do this I know that there's something else I want to do I've been thinking about doing something different for years but I haven't really done anything about it look your career and the time that you spend at work it's a lot it's a lot like the average person I love this statistic if you've watched my TEDx talk then I talk about this in there if you haven't you should watch it but I talk about the fact that the average person spends 90,000 hours at work in their lifetime (laughs) 90,000 hours 90,000 hours, like that's a lot of time. So if the average person spends 90,000 hours at work in their lifetime, do you really want, do you really want a lot of that time to be time that wasn't well spent? Time where you were just going through the motions, just showing up, getting the work done, leaving, going home, waking up, repeat, repeat, repeat. That could be the reality for you. Or you could decide that I want those 90,000 hours to count. I want to know that the work that I've done is work that makes sense to me first and foremost, and then his work that has been impactful for for others as well. So I want to encourage you, if you are someone who's been saying, okay, 2021, 2021, I need to do something different. And, and, And you started every year for the last few years saying the same thing, but yet you're still in the same role. Then I want you to just really think about what is it? Why is it that I'm still here when I know that there's more out there for me? I know that where I am right now isn't where I should be. I know that this current organization or this current role that I'm in, uh, this current industry isn't really well aligned to me and what it is I want. If you know those things, then what are you going to do about it? That's the question. And I want to make mention of the fact that it may be that five years ago, 10 years ago, what you're doing right now was great. Maybe it was fantastic for you, but things change. You change. Value shifts perspectives change. And so just because a decision that you made years ago to go down this route was made, it doesn't mean that you have to stay there. It doesn't mean that you can't change. It doesn't mean that you can't transition. It doesn't mean that you can't pivot and do something different. And so if if part of you is saying, yeah, but I, you know, I really used to love this. This was fantastic. Before, I just don't know what's going on now. Then maybe it's like you've shifted as a person and then it's time for you to make a shift right? So that's really what I wanted to share with you. Like you deserve to have a better role, to to not be showing up every day feeling like you're not performing 100% or showing up every day feeling like this isn't well aligned to me. And the, the, the flip side of, you know, you deserve it as a person is there is work out there for you to do. There is an organization out there. There are clients out there. There are people out there that you're meant to be working with that your skill set, your specific skill set, your specific unique blend of experience and backgrounds and expertise would be so well suited for, but you're not moving into that position because you're staying where it is that you are. I'll be back again. And so I look forward to speaking to you then. Are you eager to get unstuck and figure out what you would actually like to do with your career next? Have you been going around in circles trying to figure it out, but getting no further forward? 
If so, you're going to love today's sponsor, my signature group program, the Career Clarity Academy. Changing career direction can feel overwhelming and daunting, but it doesn't have to be. In my signature program, we give you clear, step-by-step, proven processes for getting completely clear on what it is that you want to do and understanding how you can leverage your existing experience and position yourself to attract and land a dream role. To find out more, head over to lightboxcoaching.com forward slash academy. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Career Changemaker podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to let me know what your biggest takeaway has been. So head over to Instagram, tag me at Career Changemaker and let me know your thoughts. What did you like most about today's episode? I look forward to hearing from you. Until next time, keep working towards your career goals and we will speak very, very soon.